to another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. I am your host, Ben the Conservatarian, on this Wednesday afternoon, July 12th. Um, something interesting is the fact that Christopher Ray had a congressional hearing today where he went in front of Congress, and the dude got grilled really hard from the uh, congressional hearing today. So we know that Christopher Ray is corrupt. We know that the FBI is corrupt. He was directly involved. He was the director when the FBI was colluding with big tech, big government, fake news, and all of it to suppress our First Amendment right, whether it be the Hunter Biden laptop that we all knew was true, whether it be the COVID virus and where it came from, the whole mask wearing, vaccines, all this stuff. I mean, we were getting censored really hard until Elon Musk took over Twitter. And you're seeing it right now. You're seeing all this stuff being exposed. Where it goes, I'm not exactly sure. But at the absolute least, we really need to get rid of all the top people. Because we cannot have the FBI colluding with big tech to censor American people. It's unacceptable and it's unconstitutional and we really need to put a stop to it. We all know that he's crooked and corrupt. We all know that the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the DOJ, we all know that they're all corrupt and they've been corrupted over a long period of time, but we all know that they're corrupt. Now, what is Congress going to do to fix that? It'll be very interesting to see. Now, I'm going to play a clip of Harriet Haggardman grilling him really good. And the fact that he literally pretty well has no other way of responding to it except for the fact that he doesn't agree to it. He doesn't agree to the collusion and the censorship. The American people know exactly what you bastards have been doing. And you've been doing it for quite a while. So anyways, I'm gonna play a clip from her grilling Christopher Ray. You may know there is a preliminary injunction that's been entered. Prior uh, to the preliminary injunction, were these weekly ma- meetings taking place? I don't know if weekly meetings uh, occurred, again, before the injunction, but certainly we've been, and we've been very open about this, engaged with does, social does media. The, does the FBI intend to continue to have such meetings leading up to the 2024 election to police election-related speech? Well, we're not going to be policing election-related speech. That's what you previously did. Uh, that's not, I do not agree with that description. Okay, well, here's what I would say. This committee has learned that the FBI acted to, quote, discredit leaked information about Hunter Biden before and after it was published, that, quote, Twitter's contact with the FBI was constant and pervasive and as if it were a subsidiary, and that, quote, a surprisingly high number are requests by the FBI for Twitter to take down on action, take action on election misinformation, even involving joke tweets from low follower accounts. Are you aware that that has been reported? I am aware of some of what the committee has found in its report, but I I will add that I'm not sure I agree with the findings. But that's what we found. Uh, Director Way, you and I both know that the federal government is forbidden from doing indirectly what it cannot do directly. In other words, neither you nor the FBI have any legal authority to circumvent the First Amendment by using a surrogate to do your dirty work. Yet that is exactly what you have been doing. 
the Bureau, under your watch, has been using proxies to violate the First Amendment. Were you the person who gave the orders to use these social media companies to violate, the First Amer violate Americans' First Amendment rights? Again, I don't agree with your description of our engagement with so social who, media companies. So, so who made the decision to use social media companies as a proxy to suppress the First Amendment rights of American citizens? Because I don't believe that's what we did, I'm not sure there's anyone that would have made such a decision. Do you really expect the American public to believe that you were not involved in the decisions related to using social media companies to suppress the First Amendment rights of, of, of American citizens? I, I can't help what people will believe or not. I can only speak to what the facts are. The guy is totally lying through his teeth. We all know that. We all know that the FBI has been colluding with big tech and they've been doing it for quite some time. He really didn't want to answer the question because he knew exactly what would happen. But at least the guy is under oath, and so maybe Congress will move forward because I am so sick and tired of these people stepping on other people's rights when they have no authority to do so. We have the Constitution. Oh, these people, they piss me off so bad because... They're lying all the time, and it's like, we need some justice because the American people are waking up more and more to this garbage, to the lies, to the propaganda. We're waking up to the lying, the collusion, the censorship. We're waking up to all of it, and these people need to be held accountable for it from the top all the way down. We know that people have both worked for the FBI and worked for Twitter prior to Elon Musk owning it. We know that. And why is that? It's because there's a multi-tier justice system, and these people are doing pay-for-play stuff, censoring American people that have the right to say whatever the hell they want. People can completely disagree with what somebody says, but somebody has the right to say it. And the fact that they censor stuff like this I mean, tell me that it's that much different than China, than the CCP. There isn't much difference. The only difference is, is those people get disappeared. That's what happens. But think about all the people that were whistleblowers against the Bidens, against the Obamas, against the Clintons. The Clintons liked Arkansas people, like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, he was a piece of garbage. But they knew that they couldn't have somebody like that talking. That's why their lawyer was Arkansas last year. That's why all these nefarious uh, circumstances where people die and it's ruled a suicide. It's not a suicide. It's an Arkansas by the Clintons. And the fact that you have whistleblowers out there going against Joe Biden and his pay-for-play with the CCP, with Burisma, with Rosemont Seneca, all that stuff, with the 20 shell companies that they have. They don't want the truth to get out, and they are trying to do whatever they can to make that not happen. But, but the people have to be awake to this. They have to realize what's going on around them, and this stuff needs to be exposed. Now, I'm gonna play a clip here real soon of Jim Jordan. He's basically saying the same thing. He's grilling Ray, and I love it because this sort of thing needs to happen.
but actions speak louder than words. So we need to hold these people accountable. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. Like, share, and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below. It helps with the algorithm. And then I want to give a shout out to my buddies over the Solomon Clothing Company. Everything is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything is 100% made in America. There's no outsourcing whatsoever. So head over to their website. Type in the promo code AWAKENOTWOKE at checkout and you'll get 10% off on your purchase. Let me just read from page four. Provide new opportunities to mitigate extremist threat through outreach to traditional Catholic parishes and the development of sources with the placement and access to report on places of worship. That's pretty fancy language for they're trying to put informants in the parish, in the church. That's what this memorandum said, director, from one of your field offices. And you won't let us talk to the people who did it. Any response to that? I didn't know. I was waiting for the question. No, priest, do you think priests priest should be informants inside the church, director? We do not recruit, open, or operate confidential human sources to infiltrate, target, report. But that's not, uh, what, religious this, that's not what this said. It sounds like you were trying to do it in no, Richmond, Virginia. No, sir. No, sir. No, you sir. weren't? This, this didn't happen? You can assure us that this that, didn't happen? That product did not, to as best as we can tell, result in any investigative action as a result of it. None. You know what the motivation for this was? Why, why would they even think about doing this? You know what the motivation was? Well, again, I think that's what our internal review will find, and I'd rather wait until I hear what the results of that internal review Well, I don't need an are. internal review. I can read the document. I assume you can do the same, because it says right there on the same page. Richmond assesses extremist interest in radical traditional Catholics is like to in likely to increase over the next 12 to 24 months in the run-up to the next general election. Same paragraph. Events in which extremists and radical traditional Catholics might have common cause include legislation, judicial decisions in such areas as abortion rights, immigration, affirmative action, and LGBTQ protections. It's politics. That's the motivation. In the run-up to the next election, and they talk about the border, affirmative action, and, and, and abortion rights, it's total politics. I mean, I, I think it's interesting that affirmative, we just got a decision from a bunch of Catholics who sit on the United States Supreme Court relative to affirmative action. Politics was the total motivation here, and that's what's scary. That's what's, I think, so frightening, and why we, why we how this happens, I don't know. And five people signed off on it. Five people, including the chief division counsel at the Richmond field office. I'd like to talk to this lawyer. I mean, a lot of people in this room went to law school, get a, con a course on the Constitution, talks about the First Amendment. I find that really scary. Again, when do you think we're going to have a chance? How soon are you going to complete this internal investigation so we can talk to these folks who put this together? I expect us to be able to brief uh, the committee on our internal review later this summer. Will that briefing include the names of the individuals who put this document together attacking Americans' First Amendment liberty? I'm not sure yet what it'll include because it's not done yet, but when it is, we'll provide you with an appropriate briefing. What are you doing to fix it so this doesn't happen again? Well, we've already started putting in place a number of fixes, and those will be further informed by the results of the review. What are those fixes? More training, more things, more you know, that same thing you told us on FISA. And while you may have some improvement, you still got 204,000 times the database was illegally searched. So what we know that the deep state is far and wide. We know that these people are out there to suppress our opinions, to suppress our free speech. We know that they are.
That's why they're out attacking the Second Amendment. That's why with this uh, Catholics basically putting informants in there to direct their parishes a certain direction. We know that. This is this is literally like Russia. This is literally like Nazism garbage. And I'm sick and tired of the way that our federal government is treating us, we the people. People have their rights. People have their opinions. And every person at or above the age of 18 has the right to vote. And these bastards are lying all the time. They're trying to suppress information because they want to keep the deep state going. They like the way that they have the system. And they don't want us, we the people, changing it. They want to keep the censorship going. They want to keep the lies going. They want to keep the coercion going, the blackmail going. They want to keep it all going. And they don't want to stop. And the fact that all this stuff takes as long as it does is absolutely pathetic. That's why I have a hard time with all these different directors, all these different heads of different alphabet agencies. The problem is, is they aren't voted in by we the people. So it takes people like Congress to fire these bastards. And it's disgusting. We shouldn't have to deal with this. I mean, with a congressman or a senator, you'll only have to deal with X amount of time that they're in office. But if they're deemed unfit, you can vote them out. You can have a recall. But with these people, we don't get that. So I really hope that Congress sticks to their guns, they get to the bottom of this corruption, and they start holding people accountable. Because what we're seeing is a whole bunch of nefarious stuff. And we need to put a stop to it. Because if we don't, then they're going to keep taking and keep taking and keep taking our rights away from us until we do something about it. But people are waking up to it. They're waking up to all of it. Slowly things are dripping. You got a, a drip, drip, flood. We know that the Biden crime family is a crime syndicate. We know that the Obamas are involved. We know that the Clintons are involved. We know that the Bushes are involved. We know that. We just have to stick to the goal. We have to hold these people accountable. We have to hold our representatives accountable, keep their feet to the fire, and make them follow through with what they said that they were going to do when they got elected. Now, something very interesting I saw. There are two Virginia-based gun rights organizations that have sued the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives over the policy changes concerning federal firearm licensing gun dealers. Gun Owners of America and the Gun Owners Foundation claimed that the policies was rewritten to advise the Biden administration's anti-Second Amendment agenda, a zero-tolerance policy towards lawful commerce guaranteed by the Second Amendment is just the last example of the administration weaponizing federal agencies against the political enemies. So they're suing them right now. And this lawsuit got filed on July 11th. 
in the district court of North Dakota. So hopefully we'll see something happen with this because we know that they've been going after the first and second amendments. The reason why is because those are the two most important ones that we have. This deep state, this cabal is going after those two. And the reason why is because if they get those, they can take the rest of them away. It's not that difficult. But people are waking up. People realize what's going on around them. People are realizing how corrupt, how evil these bastards are to try and take our rights away. The fact that the ATF tries to make their own laws, they are in a legislative branch. They have no power to do so. All they're supposed to do is uphold the laws, and that's it. But this is what happens when you get big government. You got all these deep state players that feel like they have more power and they acquire more power and they love the power and therefore we the people they take it from us they love it they love taking our rights away they love having the power they're cynical and it's high time that we start holding these people accountable accountable for all of it for all the corruption it's like the sound of freedom why is the New York Times not reviewing it? Why are all these other groups not reviewing it? It's because they know it exists and they're a part of the deep state. They're a part of this crooked crime syndicate. They're participating in all of it. This child trafficking, this human trafficking, this drug trafficking, these pedophile rings, they're all participating in it. They know that Biden is guilty of a lot of things. They know that the Obamas and the Clintons are guilty of a lot of things. You got all these corrupt agencies that are allowing all this nefarious stuff to go on. And they're doing absolutely nothing about it because they don't care. They don't care about the American people. All they do is care about enriching themselves and having power. That's all they care about. I think that all these people should be prosecuted for all the stuff, all the crimes that they've committed. To me, when you're out there taking rights away from American citizens, when you're literally taking rights away that was enshrined in the Constitution, then in my opinion, you're treasonous. These people need to be prosecuted. And the fact that the deep state keeps pushing this proxy war, at some point, something's going to happen. But we know, we know that these people want to push civil war. They want to push wars around the world. They want the left and the right always pissed off at each other. Because if we're pissed off at each other, then that means that they can do lots of things behind the scenes. Because what were they doing with COVID? Well, COVID was going on. What were they doing behind the scenes of COVID? Taking rights away from American citizens is what they were doing. But we're seeing what's happening. All you have to do is look at it from a 40,000 foot view. You'll see all the pieces. You'll see where, where they're placing all their pieces. We're on to it. We see what they're doing. We just have to wake the people up. And people are waking up. So like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below.
hit the like button it helps with the algorithm and until next time this has been another episode of the wake not woke podcast everybody thanks for listening Seven, oh, two,